Hello and welcome to episode 5 in the new Masters of the World series looking back on the history of the BDO World Masters. This time I'm joined by Robin Byrne who became the first person from the Republic of Ireland to win a World Masters trophy in 2014 when she beat Bo Greaves to win the girls singles title at the Hull City Hall. I'm now delighted to be joined by Ireland's Robin Byrne. How are you Robin? All good, how are you? Yeah, not bad thank you and how... It's been a really weird year. How's how's twenty twenty been for you? Yeah, yeah, it's been weird for everybody. I think with the lockdown, that Ireland's still in lockdown at the minute, nothing open, no pubs to play darts, no shops really at the minute, only essentials and stuff. So yeah, it's been strange for everybody. I mean, you talk about the no pubs to play darts, and you recently did the PDC Women's Series. What was that like playing in person darts for the first time in months? Yeah, it was actually quite bizarre for me. I've been playing online since maybe March, April. So playing on in person was really good. Now I had good performances. Like I think the lowest average I lost to it was about seventy six. I was playing well, like I just didn't get the results over there, but it was a good experience and it was great to see a good turnout with so many ladies, even with COVID and everything else. So it was still a really good experience and I really enjoyed it. And is that something you'd like to see the PDC take further and maybe do a full tour of it next year? Yeah, of course. I think that's the dream, isn't it? Everyone wants the PDC to run a ladies' tour. It's, I think it's the only way forward for the ladies. It would be brilliant, especially the way they can provide a half-decent prize fund and you have a good standard. I think it's the only way to bring the ladies game forward is to have a tour, especially with places for a World Championship grandstands. Things like that are brilliant incentives instead of just money. Like to get more ladies involved and everything, it's really good. And you mentioned online darts there. Have you enjoyed playing online or does it not really suit you? At the start, I didn't think I enjoyed it, but I've actually got into it and I think it's more of a mindset thing with the online darts. Like, you have to realise it's not a real game of darts, it is online darts. I personally probably use it more as a mode of practice at the minute. I wouldn't be the best practicer in the world. I wouldn't be someone who can stand in front of a board for two hours and just throw. I have to kind of be competitive or be playing something. So playing the online darts and the online tournaments have has actually really helped me. I'm probably playing the best I have been in months. I've practiced more than ever. I've probably played more than ever. I'm playing three, four, five nights a week, some weeks. And it's more darts than I've thrown in years, probably. And you're playing in the, the Virtual Cup for Ireland at the minute. What's that like representing your country, but, you know, within your own home? Yeah, it's a bit weird, to be honest, but it's good. It's challenges in itself obviously with time zones people not speaking English plus everyone's used to playing on NACA and you have to play the WDF Cup on Darts Connect that poses its own challenges people aren't used to that and that so I think it probably does suit the younger player because we probably are more techno- technologically based but I enjoy it anyway I've enjoyed my group so far I didn't lose a game in the group and I won my last 42 game last week and I play my last 16 game tomorrow so I'm really looking forward to that and I suppose, you know, we'll get to, you know, the earlier part of your career and stuff in a minute, but it must be weird for you in a sense that now you are the, the older person in the team and, you know, you're sort of mentoring younger Katie Sheldon. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is a bit weird. I was always the youngest and now I'm not. Like, But it's great to see the youth coming through and the talent that Katie has at 16 years old is brilliant and I love to see it. And it's a great challenge for me within Ireland to have Katie to bounce off and the fact we're great friends as well as competition if you would want to say against each other which other people try to put us sometimes but we don't be half the time but 
it's really good to have someone who's as good player as yourself when you go away to different events and stuff. Even in the future when she does make the ladies team and stuff, when we're playing doubles together and all, that'll be just brilliant. For you, when did you start playing darts? Well, in reality, I probably like about three or four. My dad plays and he used to be practising and I used to always be like, Dad, please, can I play? Please, can I play? And it was always, Robin, you're too small, you're too small, you're going to injure yourself. <laughs> so um, he came up with a practice system for himself where he'd write down 20 finishes and he'd put a smarty on each finish and I'd sit there when he took out the finish, I'd eat the smarty and that kept me quiet for a year or two, I'd say. <laughs> and then um, eventually he let me, like, oh, you can throw three darts and then eventually it was like, here's a set of darts, play if you want. So I was probably around six when I started playing properly and then I entered like tournaments, youth competitions and it just really went from there. And I mean, you mentioned your dad played. Did the rest of your family play as well or was it just him and you that played? No, I have two sisters and a brother and my two sisters have never picked up a dart. My brother has played very locally, very... He doesn't play very often. Like He has played and he can play to a good standard sometimes but he doesn't practice very much. So it's only really me and my dad that play. You know, the, the breakthrough for you came in 2014 and the, the first big title was when you won the European Youth Singles and you were the first Irish person to win a gold in the event. What are your memories of that win? All I have is good memories of that event. It was probably still to this day one of the best weeks of my life. I had, like, it was just brilliant from start to finish. I started with the doubles and myself and Leah won through the group on the day and we got to the last, I think we played the last four or something then. And we won through that, and then me and Leah went on to win the doubles title. And then I went on to win the singles title, beating a girl from Russia in the final. And like, to come on with three goals is like you can't really ask for anything more. But at that stage within Ireland, I probably only played against boys, youths. I'd never really played against a girl. So when I went over there, it was kind of easier, if you get me, because I was so used to playing against the boys who were playing at such a good standard over here. Hmm. So when I went over there, it was kind of like I was used to performing at that level, which was very good for me. Hmm. And I guess, do you prefer playing against the guys then? Does that help, you know, make you feel that you're improving your game more? Yeah, even now I still play men's leagues and if there's a chance to play a men's tournament, I'll always take it. And even, even with the online stuff, recently I play in a mixed league with men and women. I play men's tournaments, like I just... I just see it as darts, to be honest, you're a dark player, they're a dark player, so I enjoy just playing people who are very good standard, and I feel like that'll improve my game. Later in the year, you won the Girls Youth Masters, and again, you were the first Irish person to win any of the, the World Masters titles. How special was that when the winning double went in? It was really special, to be honest. After win, coming from the Europe Cup winning, there was nearly expectation on me to perform then, as I'd never really played any events outside of Ireland before that like when I went to the Masters and all like people were probably expecting me to perform so to actually go out and perform was really good and to beat Bo Graves in the final even if she was 10 I'm still taking it. <laughs> that year 2014 obviously you know you had those two big wins but you hadn't as you say you hadn't really played outside of Ireland before that what influenced the, the breakthrough for you? Well funny enough a couple of years before that I was meant to kind of play for Ireland in a way so I was meant to travel to one tournament and myself and another lad were meant to go and if we went, we were going to be playing, I think it was a friendly for something or something for Ireland at the time. The way it worked out, it snowed the weekend we were meant to go and we couldn't travel so I never actually got the opportunity but the 
year I actually played the 2013 ranking year I decided I was going to give it a go I played a couple of events and not really tried very hard to make the team and that year it was I was at, I was 17 it was my last chance so I said right I might as well give this a go I knew I was good enough I just had to actually go to all these events and do it so I decided that was the year I was going to give it a go and I'm really happy I did because with my last year I got to play the Masters and I got to play the Europe Cup and to win both of them in your last year was brilliant like and you know when you got back to Ireland after winning the World Masters what was the the reaction like to your wins or was there not much attention there was and there wasn't in a way after the Europe Cup I got a bit of attention just like I think I got like couple of articles in news, local newspapers and stuff like that, probably the same after the Masters, but there wasn't massive, massive attention by any means, like, for an achievement that was the first person to do this and the first person to do that, like, as a 17-year-old girl and whatever else, probably in a male-dominated sport, like, I didn't really get major attention, but, come here, I had the support of my family and I had the support of the Darton community, which was good enough for me. What do you think influences the fact that maybe you didn't necessarily get the attention that you deserved? Is it because you think darts is viewed as a male-dominated sport in Ireland? I don't know. Maybe you just... I don't think darts is very much covered in Ireland as a sport in general. Like, you never hear of darts in the news in Ireland or... Like, even if the likes of Willie O'Connor, Steve Lennon, do you know what I mean? The main Irish dart players, you don't even see on the news if they do well. So, I don't think they cover the amateur game because they don't even cover the professional game as such. Darts isn't actually officially recognised by Sport Ireland so that must be limiting for you in terms of getting help to go to events certainly on the, the BDO tour, WDF tour because there's a lot of cost and travelling involved. Yeah exactly um, well I think the INDO, the Irish National Darts Organisation are working on getting darts recognised as a sport in Ireland at the minute obviously Covid and that has slowed that down but they had been working on that prior to COVID. Yeah, hopefully in the future give us some support and come fund and whatever else. It'll be great. In 2014, I noticed as well, you played on the, the development tour that year. Did you think that was a, a boost to you? Uh, yeah, I actually played that prior to the Europe Cup. I played my first one of them. I won't, I, there was a thing at the time, a couple of Irish lads got together and sponsored a couple of youths to go over and I just happened to be one of the youths they chose to go over and play a development tour. And on my first event, I won a game, like, in my first event. And I was, like, kind of surprised I won, to be honest. Like, the standard was so good. And I was only 17. I didn't really know what to be expecting. I think playing them development tours before the Europe Cup really, really gave me a boost. Because I was winning games in them against players who were at such a high standard. It was really a boost to when I actually went. And I remember, like, when I came back, I think I played one event after the Europe Cup. And a couple of players afterwards were like, we knew you were going to win after playing you on this tour. We knew you were going to win and all. Like, you had a couple of advice from the from the Netherlands and from um, Belgium and stuff sent to me. And I thought it was quite funny, like, because I didn't even realise that they even knew I had won at that stage, you know. Obviously, after 2014, I've, I've seen that you've not played it since. Was it because that sponsorship that you'd had in 2014 wasn't there anymore? I don't know. I think I started a job then and... You know, it's all like time off and as well, I, had, I hadn't I really thought about it again. I've actually thought about it since now. I actually was going to play again this year and if it goes ahead next year, I will play it just because I'm in the last couple of years and it's good experience and it could be the only that you actually get to play with COVID and whatever as the PDC seem to be the only people like putting on tournaments. So hopefully 
I'll give it a go again. 2015, you sort of moved from the, the youth side to, to playing in the senior ladies' events. Was that a weird change for you, or did you adjust quite easily? I think I adjusted quite easily, to be honest. Like, after I've been playing the boys for so long, within Ireland, the ladies' standard is probably less than the youth standard. So I was kind of coming from a better field of players into playing people who like were still as good, but probably not as consistent. So, like, the first two ladies' events I ever played, I won both of them on the same weekend. And I was, after one event, I was sitting toured in Ireland. It just went on from there, really. I ended up finishing first in Ireland on my first year and went on to play the World Cup in Turkey in 2015. And you've won quite a few medals playing for the senior Irish ladies' team. In 2018, you got to the Europe Cup final. That must have been a special moment as well. Special and heartbreaking, I'd say, yeah. I played so well to actually get to the final. I was after beating Rianne Griffiths. I was after beating Dita Hedman. I'd beaten one of the Dutch ladies in the semi-final. I was just playing so well on the day. And unfortunately, the final wasn't until two or three days later. And it just didn't work for me on the day, unfortunately. And I probably took a downwards turn after that. Like A couple of months after that, I kind of got arthritis. And it was probably a mental thing to do with the Europe Cup after losing thinking oh, I've missed my opportunity like when in reality I'm, I was 21 like I'll probably get another 10 opportunities if I want to you know mm. but in my head that was the be all and end all like I was thinking to myself I was beaten by a Swiss, Swiss, person, a Swiss lady in the final and in my head I was thinking you're never going to play a Europe Cup final where you're not playing someone from England or Scotland um, Netherlands or whatever John one of the big nations I was thinking you're never going to get that chance again but like in reality I will and I know that now and like I've changed my mindset on the whole thing like it's not just a once in a lifetime opportunity like I'll have 10, 20 Europe Cups if I want mm. I'm only 23 like I have plenty of time and I mean you had another near miss around then as well the, the BDO World Trophy qualifiers you lost 4-3 in the, in the final game that would have got you on to the, the televised tournament yeah and I played in Wales against Rihanna Sullivan from Wales so I'm sure you can imagine the following she had there and the screaming and shouting behind me but come here it was one-legged arts it was very close and come here Rihanna was the better player on the day I'm sure I'll get that chance again and I'll, I'm more experienced now I think if I got the chances again I mightn't be as nervous and I might I might be better and able to get over the line you mentioned you had diabetes there. How did that, you know, affect you, and how did you manage to get through it? Oh, it affected me terribly, to be honest. I was like, I couldn't throw. I couldn't even the thought of playing darts was killing me. But I didn't have it in practice. I could stand in practice for two hours and hit one eighties and one forties and take out every finish on the board, and the minute a marker stand up there and say game on, I couldn't throw it out. It was killing me because I knew I was playing so well, but. I just couldn't perform when I had to do it. And I don't know if it was a performance anxiety thing or I don't know. Like, it was definitely mental anyway. But I just got through it by keep playing. I never stopped playing. You know the way some people say take a break and whatever. I never took a break. I just continued playing through it. And I just said to myself, like, every game you play is a game closer to playing well. Eventually, I think, like, I went to the Six Nations in Holland last year. I'm playing on stage with Dargaitis, like, and it, it was televised or streamed or whatever. And I knew, like, I could literally feel people watching me. It was that bad, like, couldn't let go of the dark. And it got worse as the weekend went on. And especially when you're playing a team event and stuff, you feel like you're letting the team down. And But I got over it around 
probably the end of last year I was getting there and now it's, it's gone completely now thankfully and like I'm back playing well and even in games especially like having not played for so long in person going over to the PDC the other week I was like kind of wondering what would be like but I was perfect and my throw was smooth and during lockdown I made a lot of adjustments to my throw and tried to make it smoother and whatever else and yeah it all seems to be going well now thankfully. And when you were out for the Six Nations, were any of the other, you know, members of the Irish team able to kind of give you support and encouragement? Everyone was still behind me and wishing me well and saying, like, don't worry about it, come here, we know what you can do, don't worry about it. And the worst part was I was still winning games. I, like, I was struggling to throw that and I was still winning games. So I was saying to myself, like, if I could only let go of this start, I'd win 90% of the games rather than 50%. Like, like I was still, when they were actually hitting the board, they weren't that bad, but... As the weekend went on, it was getting progressively worse. I was happy enough when it was over, to tell you the truth. <laughs> to tell you the truth, afterwards, I was sitting on... It, we had played a 56-place playoff, and we'd lost. And I think I lost all my games after an absolutely horrific performance. And I was sitting on the sofa outside the venue, nearly crying. And one of the English men came over to me and literally like gave me words of encouragement and was just so nice about it. And it was Nigel Hayden actually came over to me and he was just so nice to me afterwards and it gave me a lot of encouragement. Like I was nearly embarrassed to go back into the room after the performance and he sat with me for a couple of minutes just chatting and afterwards I actually felt so much better about it. And I think since then I have improved. Like since that day, my dad has probably started getting better. I think I needed the one big failure to get over it. (laughs) You know, towards the end of last year, Obviously, we saw the PDC World Championship. Fallon Sherrick got her two, you know, two wins on the stage. How much of an inspiration was that to you? That was inspirational for every lady player. I think that was absolutely brilliant. Like this thing it done for lady starts to put lady starts on the map. To be honest, as I said earlier, lady starts any darts doesn't get covered by Irish news, and even that was getting covered by Irish news. Like it was absolutely brilliant to see every time, everywhere you look, to see Fallon's face, and even newspapers were contacting me for an interview about Fallon's performance like as they knew I was a lady dark player or whatever they had mentioned me in the past like it was just brilliant to see how much coverage she got and it was well deserved after two brilliant performances you know it's six years now since you won the the world youth masters title do you feel that in those six years you've kicked on as much as you thought you would I feel I've done well you always have your expectations about higher don't you so like, since then, I've won three bronze medals at the, at the World Cup in Turkey. I've been to two Six Nations singles finals. I lost both of them to Fallon, like, so that's no disgrace. I went on, I've, like, I've won plenty of titles within Ireland. I got to a Europe Cup final. I've got World Cup medals from Japan. I got World Cup medals at the last World Cup. Like, it's, like, I can't really complain. It was, it's good, do you know what I mean? It's, it's good, it's... Uh, consistent performing at international events and I would like a few more of them to be gold of course but if you take what you can get at some stages and I know it's it's difficult really for the ladies to try and go professional especially at the moment but what are the hopes for you long term in the sport long term I would like to continue playing for Ireland for a couple of more years but eventually I would like to go to give Q school a go now I'm not saying I'm going over to get my tour card or anything like it. I 
would like to improve a lot and be averaging a lot more consistently 80s, 90s rather than 70s, 80s. I'd like to give it a go and like I wouldn't have much expectation on myself. I wouldn't have pressure on myself. I'd go over to enjoy it and see what happens. And if it happens, it happens. But I would like at some stage to give it a go. Hmm. And is that likely to be next year or would you want to wait a couple of years? Um, I think it depends really. I would give it a go next year due to the fact that there probably won't be much more decks to play, especially not ladies' decks throughout the year, the way COVID is and all that. Like, I'd give it a go with absolutely zero pressure, no expectation, and at least then you have the challenge tour for the year, you have a couple of games to play, four tournaments a weekend and all that. So I would definitely give it thought on that because it might be the only chance to actually have the play darts in person next year. But it wouldn't be gone with the expectation of getting a tour card. And at the moment, what would you say is the, the biggest highlight of your darting career so far? I suppose you've said, like, Irish number one five times. Um, winning the Europe Cup was brilliant. It was such a highlight at the time because it was my first big one. But even becoming, like, part of the Elstar Magnificent Nine and being recognised as one of the players up with the rest of them eight players, they were absolutely fantastic and most like winning international medals and stuff like that like all them are highlights well thank you very much for your time robin it's been great talking and hopefully the dartitis issues are behind you can you you can really you know kick on next year and beyond yeah thank you very much